It's getting harder and harder to say Ohio is not having a coronavirus surge. Fireworks complaints are off the charts in Northeast Ohio this year, and you can lose that front license plate next week. It's the Wake Up from Cleveland.com and The Plain Dealer for Friday, June the 26th. I'm the editor, Chris Quinn. The Ohio Department of Health on Thursday reported a whopping 892 new coronavirus cases, the biggest single-day jump in cases since a brief period of heavy prison testing in mid-April. Thursday's report continued a trend of increases that began on June 18th. Ohio has averaged 647 new cases a day over the last week, the highest level since April 24th. The rolling seven-day average had dipped to as low as 381 on June 12th before this recent increase. Southern Ohio has seen a big part of the increase, and health officials there say the numbers are not just the result of more testing. The virus is on the march. Resident complaints for fireworks shot off in Cleveland and its suburbs this summer have spiked with some cities getting seven times as many complaints as last year, reports Adam Faris. The spike, a 461% increase in Cleveland alone, coincides with the coronavirus pandemic that has shut off most entertainment options and in some cases caused cities to cancel 4th of July fireworks shows. Complaints in cities across the country shot up in recent weeks, Locally, in the last two months, fireworks complaints in Cleveland jumped from 167 last year to 937 this year. Euclid police received 147 complaints so far, compared with 37 in May and June last year. Garfield Heights, they're up by 10 in 2019 to 71 this year, and Cleveland Heights so far has 57 complaints compared to 11 last year. Lakewood, Shaker Heights, Strongsville, Parma, Parma Heights, and South Euclid all have at least double the number of fireworks complaints from last year, Adam found. Should Cleveland be rebranded as Kindland? The nonprofit Values in Action Foundation wants to rebrand the region, fostering greater empathy and respect that can lead to a more prosperous and stronger society. Nearly 50 people have signed on to the idea with the belief that acts of kindness are contagious and can lead to a healthier population, a more productive workforce, and a greater quality of life. The goal is to document one million acts of kindness by the end of next year. Those acts can be simple, from a grade schooler telling someone they make a difference, to larger scale, like the work done daily by the Greater Cleveland Food Bank. A recent law change eliminating the requirement that Ohio drivers display front and back license plates takes effect July 1st, even though a whole bunch of people, including police, sheriffs, and Governor Mike DeWine, don't want it to. Ohio will join its neighboring states in only requiring a rear plate for most vehicles as part of the state transportation budget signed by Governor Mike DeWine in April of last year. DeWine signed the law, but favored keeping the plate. He said he didn't want to veto the change, though, since it was a key point in negotiations between state lawmakers. The front plate showed signs of making a comeback through a bill introduced in the Ohio Senate last summer. Rideshare companies and unions representing school bus drivers joined police in pushing to rescue the plate. 
They made safety arguments, saying two license plates offer twice the chance to identify the driver of a vehicle. The bill ended up going nowhere. Come next Tuesday, you can strip that plate off the front of your car. The Cuyahoga County Public Library says Cuyahoga County government has screwed up again, this time with the wording of a proposed library tax increase. The legislation introduced in the Cuyahoga County Council misstates a proposed property tax increase sought by the library. A resolution passed by library trustees proposed a one-mill tax increase, but legislation introduced to the council would ask voters to approve a one-mill tax increase and replace a 2.5-mill tax approved over a decade ago. Cleveland.com discovered the discrepancy earlier this week and sought clarification from the library and the county law department, which had a role in drafting the legislation. The law department would not admit whether the county had made an error. Joan Annie, chief of staff for county council, said Wednesday the council would make any needed corrections during a hearing next week. The legislation is sponsored by Council President Dan Brady, but was drawn up by the county law department and the library, Nani said. Thanks for listening to the Wake Up Morning News Briefing. Have a great summer weekend and come back Monday for another round of audio news.